Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Video. Welcome. When we hear that song, we think of three things. Celie and the shit she went through. Sugar Avery, because <laughs> the song she had that let you know that it was about change and the color purple. Baby, when you hear that song, you've seen the things that they went through. And at the end, when she grabbed him and said, see, Daddy, sinners got souls too. That's how much I done watched that goddamn movie. That was my mama's favorite movie. So, I play that song because change, change. But you sometimes get faced with those things you heal from. Because I guess the universe gave you a test to see if you really changed. And, and started using those tools and everything to change your life. It starts from the inside. But if, before we get into that, grab a chair, grab a pillow, cop a squat, get you some tea, some hot cocoa, some coffee, some juice, some water. Make those babies something warm to drink. Some of them like something cold. And it's 3 o'clock somewhere, so get your drink on. <laughs> hey. But it's all about change. So I had two things happen to me yesterday. Yesterday, I took half the day off. Unplugged, as they say, from social media. And I relaxed. I sure did. I sure did. I relaxed. But I had folk call me. Folk from my past called me. But I already knew. That somebody needed to keep her upkeep. Because, see, I said, I never said I was engaged. I never said I was married. <laughs> never said that. Folks would want to believe and see and make up things just to see, girl, she engaged. No, I ain't. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. My personal life ain't got shit to do with nothing else. I just said it's beautiful when you're in love. That's how I ended that that live. And it was on Instagram. I said, it's beautiful to be in love. And I, I ended it on Facebook. So now you have these little subcommittees. That's what I call them. The subcommittees in there trying to pinpoint, well, who is she with last? And uh-uh. And I remember she was over here. But who is it? Is this the guy? Is this it? Who is this one? And she was talking about this one. Stop putting pieces to a puzzle that doesn't exist. But like I said, your past got to come time to see if this is it. So I had one girlfriend tell me, girl, you know how we do gossip? Because, you know, you be saying that online, but, you know, we know the real. I felt disgusting. I did. I got up and took a shower. That's how bad I felt. Like, why do we spend so much time just wanting to dole people out and just celebrate people's downfall? That shit is not cool. It's not. It's not cool. It is not it's not. Just first time you want to plug, oh, yeah, mm -hmm, they failing. Today is them. Tomorrow can be very well with you. We all got our demons to fucking deal with. But you're going to be happy. I don't give a fuck if I don't like you or not. I'm not going to sit there and celebrate your downfall. No, it doesn't work that way. I hope we all make it. You, listen, I'm going to clap for you to eat. You just can't sit at my table. I, I didn't say I wanted you to stop eating, and I didn't say I was your enemy. We just don't rock, but I wish you... The best. I wish you healing. All of that. 
But I don't need to add in. No, that, that's it. You, we not friends or nothing, but go live your life. I ain't worrying about what you're doing. I give no fucks. I don't. I don't even want to keep an update. And it, it baffles me when people want to call and be like, well, how's this one? I don't fucking know. Don't ask me about nobody you don't see me with. Why, why? Do you see me with them? No. So why are you asking? You went through my whole friend list. 15,000 people that follow me. And you went through each one of them to see if we still friends. The problem ain't me, it's you. Oh, but you know, I'm just calling. No, you, you haven't spoke to me in umpteen years. Why are you worrying about what I'm doing? Why? What, who, who, why? why? Are you keeping a tab? Do you, do you need some update? Look at the progress I did. Let's celebrate that. What about your progress? What are you doing? But not even but. So folks will. Because first of all, the audacity. If I haven't spoken to you in umpteen years, I'm not going to call and see what you're doing and who's still in your life. Listen, we ain't speak. I, I don't have access to you like that. How do some people have the audacity? The audacity. And yeah, I know what y'all say. Well, why you answer? First of all, they called me from a number that I didn't even know of. So when I picked up, I was like, oh, okay. But each time they came, I just said something positive. And they didn't know how to deal with that. It was a lot of dead silence on the phone. Because they didn't know how to deal with that. But I'm grateful for the growth. I am grateful for the growth. I will say that. So even with. Oh, because you know this one is doing this and this one. I don't, I don't, I don't keep tabs. That's cool. Oh, I, listen, my homeboy had asked me, I was in Atlanta. And he said, hey, yo, yeah, you know, all the people that grew up in New York. I see them, hey, how you doing? And I keep it moving. We on a different vibe. And it's not I'm better than you or you better than me. First of all, I don't smoke and drink. So I don't even need to be around that part. Secondly, half of the people in there, I don't rock with. So why would I put myself in an uncomfortable position? I'm not getting paid. I'm not doing a gig. I'm not here teaching. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here being nosy and that's not me. So I said, no, nah, I'm good. Oh, for real? Yeah. And I noticed that the old me, because see, we fight. We do fight between the old us and the new us that's coming through, right? The change, the growth, the inspiration, the your attitude, your mind frame, the narrative. We start changing. And those people you used to be with, they no longer fit in your description. You don't hate them. You don't wish them bad, but you're not with them no more. I don't need to sit around a table and gossip or worry about what someone else is doing. I'm sitting at this table. What are y'all feeding me? Are we feeding? Are you feeding me about money management? Are you showing me how to get out of the poverty mindset? Are you showing me how to, to do a book? How are you feeding me? Because that's why I'm coming at this table. And guess what? I'm not bringing a to-go box. I'm bringing everything that I got with me because he, I, I come to share too. You, what, what? You just don't want ice? You need juice and some bread and maybe you, you need some extra burgers and stuff. Hey, can you, I'm going to bring some vegan stuff too because not everybody in here eat meat. Oh, okay, great. Here you go. I'm going to be in the kitchen washing dishes. I'm going to 
also sweep and all of that. I'm going to help to put up the coats instead of having them laying on everybody's fucking bed. Hey, you, yeah, you, you want your bag to be put up? Here you go. See, I'm going to help. I'm going to do my share. I'm not coming in the house or a room and just sitting there trying to wait to see what I can get. And then I'm bouncing. No, baby, I'm going to put that work in. How we doing? I'm going to put that work in. Any place I go, I put work in. Hey, okay, what, what you need? All right, no, I got this. Uh, anybody need ice? I become the server, the hostess. You you need anything? Okay, you good? You, you need water? Okay. See, I'm not just coming to sit at a table to do a to-go box. My mother and them taught me right. So let me start. Yesterday, I was watching this movie back in the day called Silver Spoons. About a young, young son that's growing up and, you know, his father's really rich, really rich. But he teaches him the basis of life. Because everything does not evolve around money. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. It doesn't. Being human doesn't have anything to do with money. If you a fucked up individual, when you got money now, you're expensive, fucked up individual. That's all. Doesn't change the character of a man. And that's what he was building in his son. So there was an episode where he met a, a, a young lady. She had a son, right? And she was working. She, she wasn't asking for a handout. She was working. So he became smitten by her, not sexually, as a friend, to say, wow, what can we do to help her? So, okay, so you instilled in your child to help those that can't help themselves or that they're trying. So you want to help to give a hand so they can get to their destiny. Okay. So the guy that worked for his dad, he started liking her. So the one thing she did was, because she was a single mom, she hid her child. She didn't let the guy know she had a kid. So now this young brother, and it was Ricky Stroder that was playing in the, in the show. But this young brother, he couldn't phantom that. Because when he found out, and it wasn't on purpose or anything, the, his stepmom and them, they were talking, and the baby was there, and they found he found out that the baby belonged to the girl he liked. So he... He canceled their date. But the young girl said, I already knew I prepared for that because that always happens to me. When somebody find out that I have a baby, they don't want to talk to me. Right? So he couldn't phantom that. He could not understand. Here's this beautiful young lady. She's working. She has support from her mom and her dad. She's supporting. She got a beautiful baby. Why wouldn't you want to be in her life? She don't have no problems. You know what I'm saying? Just so y'all hit it off. Y'all were a great little couple. But now you feel different because she got a kid. So this dude, this young brother, he couldn't, he couldn't phantom that. He couldn't understand that. So his father had to explain to him, some people don't want a ready-made family. What? Like, he couldn't phantom that part. Who wouldn't want that? Like, this is a beautiful baby. Who wouldn't want to be around this baby? Who wouldn't want to love this baby? And, you know, they can build a family and have more babies. That's the world that he assumed we lived in. Now, you would think at the end of the show, this guy fall in love with the baby and her and they have become a couple. No. That's why I loved it back then growing up. He, he tricked him into watching the baby. He was singing to the baby and stuff. So now he's like, okay, he, he likes the baby now. They're going to be a couple. And she was like, oh, I hear you singing to my, you know, my son. And he was like, yeah, he said, yeah, one day I'll call you. She said, yeah, one day. 
and it ended. That's to let you know everything is not for everybody. Some guys or some females don't want to date people with kids. And this is not the conversation. I'm just giving you something where you have to instill in your children, instill in yourself. You have to remember that everybody's life and everybody's bringing, upbringing is not the same as yours. People have different things and different motives and, and different ways of living in this world. And yes, it doesn't always have to have a happy ending. Some people die. Guess what? The good suffer. The good die. The good fuck up. The good, sometimes the bad guys win. Can I say that again? Sometimes the bad guys win. They do. Let's be honest. Sometimes it don't work out for you. No matter how much you keep working, you keep pindering, you keep doing. Sometimes it don't work out. But you need to prepare yourself and you need to understand. Because this young brother couldn't phantom that. And his pops had to let him know he didn't sugarcoat nothing. He had to let him know in this world, there are people like that. It doesn't make him a bad person. It doesn't make, if, if you don't want to have kids or you don't like kids, that don't make you a bad person. Okay, you don't like kids. I'm not going to chastise you, cancel you, throw you out to the wolves and beat you up because you don't like kids. This young man wanted a woman that didn't want kids. She already had a kid. She was a nice person. What he saw, he just assumed and he started liking. But that was his requirement. Now, who's at fault? Technically, both of them. She didn't come in being honest. And don't we know about that? We are going to a, a relationship, as my friend, God bless the dead, Barry would say, sending the representative. And then once y'all start getting together, then the real you come out. No, send the real you first. Let me know who you are. I don't need a representative. Don't put on airs. The movie, The Photograph. I love it because they were in a scene where she says, you know, I don't know how to act. It's a Ray. Um, she was telling him, I don't know how to act. He said, just act like you. And she was like, well, what is that? He said, just be you. Like, I don't need you to be somebody else. I don't want to date the person that you think you are on social media. I don't want to be around those women that always got to look flashy, but behind closed doors, they robbing Peter to pay Paul and they live their whole life off of a credit card because they in so much debt, they can't even breathe. I don't want that. Ah, like I said, God is trying to tell you something and those tests come. So here it is. He had to learn the truth about the world. Now, the next time he come across someone and they go, man, I don't like kids. Be like, yeah, okay. You know, I, I don't need to ask why. It's not my problem. That's, that's, your, that's how you feel. Great. So I know when I'm around people with kids, I know not to invite you. Now, this is where it becomes the issue. Why you didn't invite me? Because you don't like kids and there was a whole bunch of kids there. Oh, but you could have asked for what? You wasn't going to come. And if you come, you're going to make it miserable for everybody because you don't like kids. So why am I going to add you into something where we're all going to be miserable? Hello, somebody. I have a friend. She don't like hanging around broke people. That's her, that's her requirement. Okay. She got money. She's well off. She can put it like this. She can fly to Japan tomorrow if she wants to. So she's cool with that. I'm not going to invite you to people where we're saying, listen, we on a budget today because to her, she's allergic to broke people. Okay. I'm not going to invite you to that. 
I'm not going to have you sitting down and you sitting there and you're going to be miserable. You're going to make everybody else miserable. You All you're going to do is complain, bitch and moan. No. I learned that a long time ago. Going out, hanging out with people and knowing these people don't get along. So now everybody's miserable. Everybody's mad. Everybody's upset. Why am I going to waste my time? Why am I going to waste the shit, the day that we've planned to watch it all fall because somebody that don't like something and this is what we're all doing the same way. Hey, we're going to get pizza. I'll catch y'all another time. I don't eat pizza. So why I'm going? Why I'm there? I don't eat pizza. I can't stand it. I think it's nasty. So why would I invite myself or why would I go somewhere where I don't eat that? Why? Why make it miserable or make someone else experience miserable? Test. Test so you know where the growth is. So anyway, back to the original. This person, when they called me and they were gossiping and they said, oh, but you know what we do? And I felt so disgusted. I said, I got to apologize to everybody. Like that right there is horrifying. And then you know how some people, they want to wrestle with stuff and they don't want to look bad to their friends. Well, if they're your real friends, they will respect. They will respect. When you call me and say, yeah, girl, guess what happened? No, we're not doing that. Am, am I getting paid? I love my friend Fat. He'll be like, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Don't call me. Don't call me if it don't make dollars. It don't make sense. So, and you will have people, guess what, girl? And you'll be like, yo, I'm not on that type of time no more. Oh, you think you better than me? If you feel that way, then yeah. I ain't got time to argue no more. We're we not getting no younger. Why am I worrying about somebody's house that I don't pay no bills for? Why am I worrying about somebody's relationship where I'm not getting fucked in it? Why am I worrying about somebody's uh, crowning? I'm not there. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't crown them. I'm not the Orisha. I didn't, I'm not the godparent. I'm none of that. Why am I worried about that? Why is that in my, even in my space? Where, where's the leak at in my space that is allowing this to seep in? I need to go and do a self-evaluation on my own self to see how is this still capable coming to me. I love it. Juanita Byam once said, when you start growing, you'll walk down the block and those men that are low vibrational, they won't even look at you, right? But if they do, then you need to start checking your own self. So now I'm sitting there like, damn, I need to check myself. Because why is this so comfortable? Or why do people feel they're so comfortable to audacity? Then I had another call where it was, so how is this one? How is this one? So how is this one? They all good. They, they're prospering. Yeah, it was a lot of dead silence in between. Because now I'm seeing this is, this is, this is not me no more. This is, no, no, no. I did this when I was 19, 20. This is not me. Yeah, yeah, because usually, you know, I'd be jumping in. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's not me. Uh-uh. Yeah, you know, because I see you be doing things. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I, I you know, um, so high as high as, and then they asked me about my ex-husband. I said, I don't know. Oh, you don't even go over there. Why would I? You know what's so funny is people from my past, from my childhood that know me and my ex-husband, I already know they already speak to him. You know what I'm saying? So they just want to hear or at least say, and you have a few that go, yeah, girl, he's dating. Stop. Why are you still calling me about this man? 
Do you want to sleep with him? Because, Ma, why are you calling me about this man? Then it was, that's how I knew the subcommittees of what I said in the live. No one got the idea of, yo, let's change. Let's start uplifting, investing ourselves, and let's motivate ourselves, and let's start, you know, learning and, and being positive. Nobody didn't get that. You know what the subcommittees got where I grew up at? Girl, she engaged. Girl, who is it? Go through the pictures. That's what they got. And that's sad because that energy still exists. And all these people are over 40. And that's sad. So instead of you worrying about your shit, you got to figure out where Ifa Bayo, a.k.a. Donna. I call her Donna. My, that's okay. <laughs> the reality is I don't call you at all. <laughs> so what's the problem? What's the problem? Because I don't see any. You want to sit here and nitpick my life and put, put it together in a puzzle that doesn't exist. What are you looking for? Why do you have the audacity to call someone and ask them if you haven't spoken to them in eons? I've been living upstate for three years. Uh, if I haven't spoken to you in the last four years, why would you even have that conversation with me? But then I remember what my godfather said, Ibae. He said, yo, D, always remember this. If you feel out of whack or you feel it's not good, all money ain't good money. So when this person went to read it, I, I just felt it. Like, nah, why, why am I wasting my time? I don't need your money, ma. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need your money. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need, I, I'm not, I am not scrapping or, or grabbing for everything that comes at me. No, no. I offer a service. But I can also refuse it as well. I don't need to just, oh, well, I can call you last minute. No, baby. Uh-uh. There's levels to this now. There's levels to this. So, no. And it was so refreshing to hear that dead silent. Most people would be like, oh, wow, you know. It was, I didn't have to put in a lie, put in a rumor, put in some gossip. Because you didn't understand the assignment. Now, I know you'll be watching me just that same way. They're going to tune in on this podcast. But you didn't understand the assignment? I don't need to be one way online and be another way offline. No. It, hey, how you doing? I want you to see my growth. I want you to see how I'm growing. Now, no, do I have perfect days? Not at all. None of us do. We fucking human. We're human. I'm also just, I was on the phone with my brothers and them this morning. My aunt, we ready to put her to rest. So, yeah, I got to come down to New York once everything is finalized to make sure I put my aunt to rest. And my cousins and them are coming up from New Orleans. So we get to see each other. You know, it's always sad that we have to only come together at funerals and uh, mostly funerals because a lot of black folks don't get married like that no more. So mostly funerals. And, you know, but we'll, you know, and death brings conversations that maybe needed to have and, some some understanding and some reaching out and some, hey, cuz, I'll be down there to see you when this is all over or the weather break, I'll come through. So it still brings that, you know. But at the end, it's the growth. It is the growth to say, I'm not who you who I used to be, and neither should you. We don't we spent our life already, half of it being caterpillars. We were in a cocoon for a little bit. Now we are butterflies. We are flying out. We are, we are venturing out. We are changing our lives. Right? 
I don't need to be reminded when I was a caterpillar. I already know I was there. You can't rewrite my story. I'm, I'm the author. There's no side piece or some underhanded note or anything like that. No, no. The people I used to hang with, thank you. I appreciate you, but I'm no longer needed of your service. Just like you're no longer needed of mine. It was okay. It was a cute little run. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. But I don't need to sit at that table no more. That table doesn't fit me anymore. I need to move on. I can build my own table, my own community. I can stop building communities so others can have a blueprint on how they build theirs. I'm going to make mistakes. I might misspell a word or not put the proper where it needs to be. That's okay. I learn as I go. I learn that, hey, shit, I almost lost this. Or, hey, that was a bad investment. Or, hey, I shouldn't have did that interview. But guess what? I won't be brought or sold. I won't be brought or sold. I did it. I did it. I challenged myself. I know I used that fear to motivate me to keep doing it. Because, see, that's what it is. We get so fearful about things. And then we don't want to take the test, Lord, because I know I prepared for this. I know all the right words to say. I done read all the books. I done sat under so many people. I done did it. Oh, my God. I done spoke to people. I done did all that. But now it's time to put the action in. You done spoke enough. You done read enough. You done did all that. Show me what you got. Now, show me. This is the test. Show me what you got. Because see, God is trying to tell you something. The spirits are trying to tell you something. Everybody, everybody, they're trying to tell you something. It's time. It's time. Everything you learn, now it's time. No more, oh God, I'm scared. Shit, I'm scared every day. I've been reading cards for 28 years. Come March, when my son turned 38, I've been reading since he was 10. 28 years. Every new reading, I still get nervous. Every new reading, I still get nervous. No matter what a reading is, every time I go to speak, I get nervous. Every time I get scared, but I allow that fear to motivate me to go ahead. I allow that fear to motivate me to go ahead. And trust me, I get people, she don't have, she don't have no education. She, I have a theoretical in speaking. I have a master's in this. I have this. Okay. Well, what you got? Life experience. Oh, why is she in the room? Who is her? Why is she here? Uh-uh. I, she, she didn't graduate from Spelman. I went to Yale. I did this. I did that. Okay. Well, why is she here? I got experience. I'm authentic. I wasn't, I'm not man-made. I'm not. I'm not man-made. I'm authentic. How you doing? I'm Aoife Abeo. How you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, mm. Well, you know, the proper, that's you, ma. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I eat onions with my collard greens. I don't know about you. <laughs> and my fingers with some cornbread. How you doing? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, my daughter eat fried okra. I don't. I can't stand okra. I think okra is disgusting. But I sure eat crawfish. <laughs> I, I will eat the shit out of some crawfish. And I ain't sharing with nobody. Mm-hmm. Sit there all day. I eat ices like it's no tomorrow when I'm in New Orleans. Sit there, right there on that chair. And sit there. Snatch this motherfucking wig off so quick. And sit there and eat them ices all day. How you doing? But I got experience. I didn't learn from a book. And I'm happy for every woman and every man that raised me and gave me words of wisdom that encouraged me from the good, the bad, and the indifference. Because even those that tried to thought that they were burying me didn't know what they were planting. 
And those that thought they were stopping me didn't know that they became the very step for me to step on to get over. The ones that thought that they can use my past against me didn't know that they were the flashlight to make sure I have a beautiful future. To the ones that thought I took her man and I disrespected her, thank you for removing the trash out of my way. And to the ones that thought they would poison my children's mind against me, thank you for allowing me to see that even the ones you love can turn into an enemy. And it's okay because you don't need to wish them bad. You pray for their healing. And to the ones that thought they getting over. Oh, we going to use her. We going to get over on her. She though so stupid. She don't know. Thank you for the education you gave me that lasts a lifetime. But to those ones that never gave up on me. Baby, you I love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me a ride. Thank you for taking, making sure that I was going on the next level. Thank you for being my protector even when I didn't know I needed it. And to those that will cradle, that will keep, that will feed, that will nurture, that will stand up, that will share, to keep my name out there. Thank you for making sure I had the best team that God has put together. And to those sisters that snatched me and said, no, baby, that's not what we do. To show me how it is to be a woman in a village where we're all capable of pulling each other's weight, but we're also capable of loving each other without any restrictions. Thank you. And to the ones that taught me how to be a warrior, and how to stand firm and not pay attention to the naysayers, thank you for being the mothers that the village always need. Thank you. Because, baby, in this day and age, you need community. You need family. You need village. You need love. You can't do this by yourself. You can't. You can't do it by yourself. You can't. So the test, like I said, the test, because we quit to yell, I don't deal with a lot of women. I don't deal, you know, because I can't trust women. Say, say the truth. You can't trust yourself. That's what it is. You're still hurting. You're still hurting because some girl and disrespected you or did somebody that hurt your fucking feelings. So you just figure all women are like that. The healing needs to start with you. I too was once there. Oh, I ain't fucking with no fucking women. Excuse me, that shit is for the birds, women to dish you. You know how immature that sound? I'm protecting my boundaries. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. Yeah, closed fist don't mean I love soul food for that, for the grandmama. Closed fist, you're right. Nothing come in. Ain't nothing going out neither. <laughs> so, how you gonna say? And this is the part that bugs me out. I can't deal with a bunch of women. Oh, my God, it's women. Women that be. But you want to sell your shit. You want to get out here and say you want to heal people. Women are broken. Same way as these men. So how you going to do all of that when you're going to put a wall up? So you're only going to heal certain ones? Oh, let me guess. The ones with money, that's the only ones you're going to heal. 
Oh, you only going to heal the ones that sign up for your bullshit, that want to sit here and gossip with you and talk about somebody? Those are the only ones you're going to heal. Well, do you know two broken people don't make a hold? They don't make a healed person. They make just an infection. And everybody else that's around you start getting infected. But lo and behold, to that one person that's standing in that group that say, you know what? This ain't me. Uh Uh-uh. And they start healing. And they start grabbing that medicine, that penicillin, and putting it through other people. Now they all haters. Now everybody's at war. No, you're at war. You started the war. You have war within yourself. How do you say you want to be out here and you want to help heal? You want to give to people? You want to make some candles or some oils and you want to do all that? But yet and still, you don't like people. You haven't forgiven the first ones that ever destroyed you. But you want to run out here and do that. People see. People see. They see. That's why my mother taught us. Don't be outside holding hands, but behind closed doors, you throwing pots and pans. You be what you is inside as well as outside. Because guess what? Your family and your friends that's closest to you, they going to tell. They going to tell. They going to tell. So you can't excuse or try to be one way because you think that you hiding behind a curtain or those masks come in. As we learned over the last two years, masks fall off. Curtains get pulled down. Shit get exposed. So we found out who were rapists, who was lying, who was cokeheads, who was this, who was that. That's it. Okay. Can't hide no more. Now it's time for you to heal it. Heal it. So you can be a better individual. Because as you heal and while you're healing, then you can show the world and yourself, yo, it's capable. And now you can be a positive impact on this community and all those that you're trying to help. Because now you can honestly say, yo, I've been there. I've been there with authority. And you can say, yo, I know it's going to be hard, but I'm going to walk with you. And you already seen the things that they have to go through because you went through it. But if you didn't and you still holding on, then you're hurting them instead of helping them. And that's not what it's supposed to be. No, we have to stop canceling people and, oh, fuck them. No, let's stop doing that. Let's stop. I don't like a lot of people. I don't. I'm not going to lie. I don't like a lot of people. But at the end of the day, I don't wish them bad. I pray for them. I do. I pray for their healing. I pray that they make it. I pray for their success. Because guess what? People with money and people that's doing good, they don't worry about your ass no more. So that's why I always, I always pray for my enemies to hit the fucking lotto. I do. I pray they hit the goddamn lotto so they can go on about their business and they not my enemies no more. They got money. They ain't worrying about me. They going about their goddamn business. So I pray prosperity on everybody listening to this goddamn podcast that don't like me. Baby, I pray you hit the number. I pray, and I ain't talking about for no five, six thousand. No, I'm talking about 40, 50 thou. I need you gone. Go and live your life. Go to Paris. Go to Rome. Go to Italy. Go on a go get your body done. Go buy you a man. Go invest in a family in Cuba somewhere. I want you gone. Cause see, when you got money, you don't bother me at all. Mm-mm. When folk broke, they got too much time on their hands. They worry about you. I pray for a job for some of y'all. I pray that y'all get some employment. Because when people working, they ain't worrying about you. It's the ones that's not working. Idle hands are the devil's plaything. I pray for those people that don't like me. I pray that your family, your wife get pregnant. I do. Because see, a pregnant woman going to want all your attention. So you ain't got to worry about what I'm posting on my page. I pray 
that each one of y'all find y'all a hobby or somebody hook y'all up with something to sell so y'all can get online and post just as much of me. You ain't got to talk about me no more. That's what I pray for. I don't pray for your downfall. I don't want you to be down. Hell no. I want you to come up. I want you to rise. I want you to be better than anything I imagined that I could be. I want you to be better than that by all means. And guess what? I'm in competition with nobody. I finally built my own lane. And it's slowly getting built and slowly getting added that tar and moving those. I done already moved all the trees and shit. I done brought the land for my path. And now I'm laying down the tar. And each time I come with my little tractor and I mow it down. I thought I done laid it. Now I got to mow it down and make that hot ass tar kind of mold it into a beautiful street. You know, later on, I start putting the lines in. But right now I'm just, I'm just making the path. That's it. I'm making the path. I done moved all the trees and everything. That shit gone. Everything. It's just a clear now. Clear, clear land. And now I done came and started making a road. And when I do this road, others can feel free to drive down it. But I done did it. I was watching Blackish last night. I love that show. I do it because it teaches you so many different lessons in life. And as you know, Rainbow, which is uh, Anthony Anderson's wife, right, Bo, she's a doctor. She was the first female doctor in her hospital where she is black. And she has. She has put that work in. She has sacrificed. And he was saying that. She has sacrificed. She has paved the way. And so every weekend, she would go and feed, you know, give medical care and feed the homeless, or those that couldn't afford proper health care. She would do it. And she wanted to be that example. So first she went to our colleagues. Because we all on the same level. She went to our colleagues. And she said, hey, y'all want to come and, you know, do, you know, free medical, you know, whatever to give back. No, I got a boat that I need to put in the water. And the other guy was like, no, I'm, I have a golfing. No. And she was like, come on, you know, we, we made it. We already did it. No, no. So she was like, oh, okay. She can't argue with them. That's their choice. Okay. So there was these three black young doctors. She's their boss, but they're doctors. You know, they, they getting their way in. So she asked them. So they was like, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. So now she's super hyped. She's like, oh, okay, great. You know, I'm being an impact. They're coming. Oh, my God. I got sisters that are going to, you know, work out and, and give free medical advice. So when she was there and they came out, she was like, oh, my God, did y'all enjoy it? They was like, yeah, we found, you know, we met some beautiful clients, some beautiful patients. Oh, my God. Like, this is so beautiful. She said, okay, what time next week are y'all going to come? The three doctors looked, was like, next week. I only thought this was a one-time thing. So one of the doctors was like, I told you. I told you she our boss, you know. She said, wait, y'all only coming because it's, I'm your boss? She was like, no. You know, I want you to see. Like, you know, other people don't have the same advantage as you to give back. <sighs> so... They was like, no, I'm going to, you know, I'm going, one was going to be with her man. The other one was going to do something like they had all these excuses. So she was like, okay, but that wasn't enough for Bo. So she said she went home and her family was being real. They was like, nobody's fucking with you. Nobody likes you. Right. And she's like, 
but that's messed up. Yeah, I'm their boss, but I'm a cool boss, you know, and I, I want to show them, you know, all the work I did, all the things I did, you know, to make sure that other black people can have this opportunity. She said, I'm going to invite them on a girl's night and I'm just going to, we're going to let our hair down. So her family looked at her like, <laughs> you defeating yourself, but they're going for the free liquor. So, okay. I love mama because mama always keep it real. So then she went to her husband, Dre, and he said, you got to remember the work you did. And she was like, no, you know, because they don't understand that part. Like, you know, black people weren't even acknowledging the hospital before I came in and had to show them that we are capable of doing A, B, and C. And I want them to be comfortable with me, but I also want them to know that, you know, you have this gift, you have this, this you know, you, you had these opportunities that not everybody has that. So sometimes it's better to give back. So lo and behold, long story short, she takes them out on a girl's night. Okay, they come. She orders two bottles and they're drinking and stuff. And she's like, you know, how is it? And they went in. Oh, you can't even get band-aids. You can't, you know, it's those people that's high up that, you know, they think they better than everybody. Bo went off. Bo said, hold on. <laughs> I'm the ones that's high up. And we paved the way so y'all can get here. How dare you? She was like, yeah, I'm your boss. You're right. Now it kicked in. Like, I don't need you to justify because I need to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Like, I went here every day. I went against all these white people to make sure black people can have a voice. I sat here at this fucking table and took all of these things, but I showed up every single day. I made sure that this road was paved so your ass can walk down it now with no problem. She said, yo... Here, pay with my card because I'm the high up and give me this bottle. Cut the card up. I don't even need it. She said, because that's what bosses do. And she left. So when she went back to Dre, you know, he kind of broke it down for her. So as I watched it, I said, wow. Now, no, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, um, <laughs> I'm not this, you know, well person that, you know, has millions. No. But I let folks know that it doesn't matter where you come from. You're walking in the door with your gift. You paved the way. Wasn't a lot of people going around to different places doing all that shit, speaking and all of that. Wasn't a lot of women of color that was out there doing spiritual stuff. It was more white. Wasn't a lot of us doing lives, trying to get out there and put our names out there. Wasn't a lot of us saying, yo, I can read, I can do this online, I can do this and start creativity, you know, being creative with your stuff and doing podcasts and all of that. Wasn't a lot. So yeah. Majority of a year, you're right. I'm going to pat myself on the fucking back because I paved the way for a few of them. For a few of them to say, move the fear. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a revel in my motherfucking fruits of the labor. Somebody asked me, oh, wow, why you don't do candles and stuff? Because I did it already. I taught my children how to make incense. Taught my nieces and them how to make oils. I did that already. I don't need to go back. 
Oh, because everybody's selling it. And I'm not everybody. I did it when it wasn't fashionable. I did it when shit. I want to say in 96, 97, I was making candles and oils. I had Imani's Dada Alatangues. Faith, sister, God will help us. I had it. And I had a little company and I would go to the schools and I would educate the parents and the teachers. I was wrapped up. My son in there would laugh and call me Queen Kakaka as I walked through the door. So I did that in the 90s. I don't need to do it again. And when I started, a lot of people weren't doing that. A lot of people weren't doing readings. A lot of people weren't doing a lot of things. So I, I did on mine. So, yeah, I will put my name up there on that fucking brick that said, are you one of the pioneers? You fucking right I am. And I got the proof because I make sure I put up memories and I make sure that people connect and say, I don't have to put up how people, oh, you got to um, put um, people's, uh, how, they, how they see you. No, no, no. I was at first and I said, no, for what? The proof is in the pudding and the fruits that bed from me are already prospering. Now I can see if they were all failing, nobody didn't do shit, everybody want to come at me and I'm not helping or none of that. Hell no. Hell no. So you're right. All of them have superseded me. They have went beyond the things I could ever do. And yeah, in my old age, I'm starting out, you know, late and long. Why? Because I did. I made that mistake of putting and investing in people and not investing in myself. You're right. But I can't hold that. And I have no regrets. I can't hold that. Because I did it. And it was done. And I seen that I had a gift and a talent. That I can take somebody that didn't have anything. That didn't know how to read cards. That didn't have even the, the one, even an ounce of self-esteem. And I created them. So you fucking right. I will own that. So when that test comes to say, oh, you gossiping. Oh, I can stand up and say, no, baby, I'm not on that type of time no more. I'm happy that those people that were around me, that embedded in me, that showed me, that were examples. So I can be able to stand on mine, heavy on it, and walk with my head high. I don't care. You could talk about my wig. You could talk about my weight. You could talk about my face. You could talk about everything. That's okay. <laughs> and I thank you for it. Thank you. And I keep going. Because guess what you can't do? You can't stop something that God ordained. <laughs> you can't stop it. Trust me. If I got 28 years under my belt, you think that y'all are the only ones that ever came up against me? 28 years. You think, I've been doing cards half of these motherfuckers that's been alive. So you don't think through that whole 28 years I didn't come up against shit? Baby. I had people call ACS on me because I'm reading cards. I'm doing the devil's work. So, if you think you can top all that shit that I had to go through, baby, you better come again. All you want to do is dog me out in a group or, or some Facebook or call me and talk about some crazy shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Wrong one. Wrong one. As I put up that, that meme, I wasn't birthed. I was created in the fire that my two parents got together and made. That's it. That's all. So, my darlings, beloved, I want you to definitely... Definitely. Tune in tonight on Conversations with Ephi Bell. And I want to give you this part of some work to do. Right? I want you for this week to organize. 
Organize your stuff. If you know you do readings from Monday through Friday, put a time frame on it. I'm going to do readings at this time to this time. Let's start organizing our stuff. Go through all those emails and take them out if they don't serve no purpose. Go through those text messages and pictures and erase them if you're not using them no more. If you don't talk to those people, get them out your phone. Why are you holding on to it? Just start eliminating all that shit so now you can make room for everything else that's new that's coming in your life. Stop holding on to shit that you don't need, especially when it comes to Facebook, social media, all of that. What you holding receipts for? You don't even talk to those people no more. I want you to clear out everything and start, let's start organizing your time as well as if you're going to do a live, we're not doing willy nilly no more. That's for childish shit. We don't do that. These are the schedules and these are the days that I do this on. These are the schedules and these are the days that I go and post this on. Now, if you're going to post daily, great. Then you do half a day and the rest you go and do something else. I get up every day and post every morning. And guess what? I clock out afterwards. Now, Mondays and Wednesdays is my podcast, is my YouTube, is my TikTok. So, of course, I'm going to make sure I do those. I got Geek Mug Monday and uh, Conversations with E5 Bay on Wednesdays. And I'm still growing the YouTube. So, now you need to be disciplined. Okay. What is Tuesdays? Tuesdays is I'm posting daily. I do a blog. And then I get off. I clock out. And if someone wants to reach me for a reading, they know how to book it. Text me and we'll set up a time frame. Yeah. Now, Wednesdays, Conversations with Ifa Bayo, podcast, TikTok. Okay. Fridays is Patreon for my villages. Saturday, I'm relaxing, but I'm still post. But I'm not going to stay on all day. I don't need to advertise. Sunday, when it's time for the seasons of classes, if it ain't no classes, then I know it's um, Sunday's best. But there's order now. There's order. There's times now. There are things that also has to take precedence. But you leave a little bit for it to grow. So I know now that if my unbusy days, my days that I'm not busy, is Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. It's not all day. But I have time now for myself. I got time now to go and through some things, make up some calls. Now I have time. Because you're clearing things out. You're being responsible. You're setting up a schedule. You are organizing. No, it won't be perfect the first time. You're going to have to tweak it. You may have to change it. But it, it's a start. So now that's the work. That's the spiritual work I want you to do. Clear it out and let's start setting schedules. Let's be an adult. Ain't no more, I'm just going to just get online and I'm going to talk or, oh, I'm, I'm, I feel like I need to. No, hold that feeling to when it's time for you to do all that on your live. Hold that feeling when you know it's time to do that on your podcast. Write it down if you have to remember. So this way you'll know, oh my God, this is something that touched my heart. I can speak about this and do some research while you're doing it. Find some stats. Find some names. What about quotes? Start doing all of that. Make it make sense now. Not just I need to do it, but we need organization, scheduling. 
How do you come on on these times? When should I expect you? Because consistency is key. So I know that on Mondays, I know E5 Bayo is going to do her podcast. And I know she's going to do Get Mug Monday and on YouTube. So I'm going to show up. I know on Wednesday, she's going to do her live in the evening. She's going to do her podcast. She's going to do her TikTok. So I know to go over all those three because I'm going to get a message. I'm going to get a daily word. You know what I'm saying? That's going to hold me. Friday. I know she's going to be on Patreon, so I need to go over there to the village because they doing great things over there. So, yeah, I need to be over there at 6 o'clock. So, I know that's where I'm going to find her. How you doing? How you doing? And on Sunday, starting in February, oh, she's going to start highlighting readers and shit. So, I know to be there because I'm going to get a reading and all that. So, hell yeah. I need to see all the new readers that's coming. So now it's organized. It's consistency. I know where to sign up at. And if I can't see it, then I know I can go on YouTube and catch it. Because not everybody, people have to work. People have things they have to do. Some people have lives. So if I can't catch her now, I know I can catch it on YouTube. And if I need to, I can email her because I know she'll get at it. She'll get at it because she's consistent. How you doing? So now it's time to change the game. Organization is key. No more excuses. You, you done did enough excuses. Either you're going to do it or you're not. As my father used to tell us when we were kids, either you're going to shit or get off the pot. Which one you going to do? Because what you're not going to do is waste time and take up space. Move out the way so the next person coming in can, can revel in it because you don't want it. Uh-uh. You taking shit for granted. You just sitting there. We ain't got time to sit there. You either want it or you don't. And if you don't, move to the side because the next person is just as hungry as you are. How you doing? How are you? So, Make it make sense. As always, this is Bobby Ann's baby girl saying, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. And I love each and every one of you. Catch me tonight.